Good morning. morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able for a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter, Psalm number 84, found on page 42. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. You may be seated.
A reading from the beginning, Genesis 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. It is the beginning of a new academic year. Some of you are beginning life in a brand new city with a new degree program or job or fellowship. Some of you for the first time away from the place that you have always called home. For others of you, there's need of a new beginning later in life when, you sent, when your sense of purpose and identity is no longer tied to your career post-retirement. For many, there are beginnings again after the loss of a loved one, learning how to keep your loved one's presence alive even in their physical absence. And the world we live in, with all of its beauty and all of its brokenness amid climate collapse and civilizational decline, beckons all of us to ask about beginnings. How did we get here? What is the origin of the state of things? And is there the slightest chance of a possibility that we could begin again? So Genesis 1 is a good place to reflect today at the beginning. And for all of the years that I have heard and read this text, my mind has been transfixed by an image of the Spirit of God gently hovering over the face of the waters of the silent, placid, deep but nothing could be further from what this text portrays. And the earth was a formless void. The Hebrew here is, is fun to say, tohu wabohu, an ancient cosmic primordial picture of absolute chaos and disorder. The usual perspective on this opening passage in Genesis sees the chaos as the backdrop for the creation that God is bringing about, sort of a chaotic materiality without form, swirling in the cosmos, resisting the possibilities of life, nothing but meaningless havoc out of which God would impose the order of creation. And this is often where we begin with all of the chaos and disorder we feel in our beginnings and new beginnings and beginnings again with all that seems to resist the possibility of life, nothing but meaningless havoc out of which we feel the need to impose order and life, beginning again in a new city with a new degree program or job or fellowship, a new beginning later in life when your sense of purpose and identity is no longer tied to your career post-retirement, beginnings again after the loss of a loved one, learning how to keep them alive, even in their physical absence. And the world, the world we live in with all of its beauty and all of its brokenness, beckoning us to ask how we got here. What is the origin of the state of things? And is there the slightest chance of a possibility that we could begin again, wresting some order out of the utter chaos that we're experiencing at the moment. But there is another view about this tohu wabohu within the tradition of interpretation. And I was a bit taken aback when I discovered it. 
This reading sees the chaos, formlessness, and deep void within the darkness covering the face of the deep, not as unruly, chaotic, a materiality counter to the divine intention out of which God had to wrest some sort of order to bring about life and creation. On this reading, chaos, formlessness, deep void, darkness covering the face of the deep is the first act of creation. Consider how that changes how you hear these first verses in the book of Genesis. And perhaps how we navigate the disorder of our lives and feelings of chaos in our own new beginnings. In the beginning, before the first day of creation's order, when God began to create the heavens and earth, the first step, the first act, the first spark of creativity brought about an earth formless and void. Darkness covering the face of the deep, while a mighty wind from God's creative spirit swept and swirled and spun over the face of the water's unending possibility. Following this reading, another way of reading our own beginnings might go something like this. If there's a certain feeling of chaos in your life right now, if you've entered a void or are wandering through a desert place, if there's a sense of formlessness to your life or your purpose at this moment, if darkness has covered the face of the deep for you, then maybe what feels for the time being like a despondent place or a desperate time or an absolute dead end might actually be the first step of a new creation. This might be the very time in your life when the words you need to keep closest to your heart are those ancient words in the beginning. Please join me in offering the Lord's Prayer printed on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing hymn number 243 in your Crimson Memorial Church hymnal, Send Down Thy Truth, O God, number 243.
In the words of John O'Donohue, may we live this day compassionate of heart, clear in word, gracious in awareness, courageous in thought, and generous in love. Amen. Amen.